Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this King, this great Savior, Messiah Jesus. He's coming in the clouds for His people any moment, and He commands His people to watch therefore and to be ready. Dove Schwartz here in Northern Israel every day, looking up, waiting, watching, living for this Savior Jesus, preparing for His coming. And I'm here in Northern Israel doing that, but we have a dear friend on the program, a, 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 a guest, if you will, who's been here before. He, he, he's not a stranger to Watch Therefore. He's a pastor in Southeast Texas, in Pearland, actually. He's a pastor of Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom in Pearland. Pastor Ray Jensen, great to be with you once again on Watch Therefore. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dove. Howdy from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what we like to do is start off with a word of prayer. And so, Ray, I'll ask you to lead us in a word of prayer for the program and the technology to help us stay online here. I'm in Israel, and you're in Texas recording the program. Yes, Father God, thank you so much for this privilege, this opportunity to to get together with your in your word and, and to tell it to people. And Lord, keep our technological ends running so that we can keep this together. Lord, it's all in your hands. We commit it to you. This is yours. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, <clears throat> we have uh, a special, a special program today uh, as Pastor Ray, you just got done teaching uh, through Exodus 20, and a, a big part of that, of course, is the Ten Commandments. And, and we've discussed, as you boil it down, there's a few very specific reasons in the Bible for the Ten Commandments. There's more, but we're going to talk about a few of those today. And, and, and so, first, what are some of the thoughts you have? Uh, of course, I'm going to jump in with you a whole lot today on the program. This is something I like to share and teach about. What are some of the things uh, that you'd like to raise uh, about the Ten Commandments that you saw in your teaching? Well, something I noticed about in the Ten Commandments, God was giving this to the Israelite people, to the uh, people of Israel, as the statutes necessary to live as a society. He was about to take them to the Promised Land, and they had to have these laws in place to be able to function and flourish as a society, as a culture. And, you know, without the Ten Commandments, it, it, everything's chaos. And, you know, of course, we see people at the Ten Commandments is under attack in our own nation today, but without the Ten Commandments, it's very difficult for a society to really function well, at least in a godly sense. But it, it falls into chaos and sin and destruction if the Ten Commandments are not there in place as a, uh, as, as a guiding point to show people what sin is and uh, to, to keep the society held together. Absolutely, Ray. It's very good. I want to just uh, briefly mention the Ten Commandments, what they are, what they stand for. And the first one is, Thou shalt have no other gods. The second one, Thou shalt not make a graven image or an idol. The third one is blasphemy, blaspheming the name of the Lord, taking the name of the Lord in vain, which is very popular today in our society and the world. Uh, also, uh, the Sabbath day, keeping it holy. The fifth one is honor thy mother and father. The 
The sixth one is murder. Thou shalt not murder. The seventh is adultery. Uh, and the eighth uh, is thou shalt not steal. The ninth is thou shalt not lie. And uh, actually, uh, the tenth is thou shalt not covet. Now, I, I don't have them in front of me, so I think I did pretty good there, Ray. Uh, but anyhow, um, I'm going strictly from memory on that. And I think, well, I know those are the 10. I think I got them right in order as well. So anyhow, having said that, uh, these, these are, are important laws uh, because what they did was they kept Israel in the, in, in the confinement of those parameters. And, and, and what, what the enemies of Israel did was either try to destroy Israel militarily or to destroy them with their false gods and with sin. And, and we see that all through uh, Israel's time in the Hebrew Scriptures, don't we, Ray? Yes, we do. It's a repeating thing that the Ten Commandments, you need to stick with that, uh, that God gave them to, yes, to keep from that destruction. Yeah, uh, remember Balaam, uh, where Balak, uh, I believe he was one of the Midianite leaders was trying to, uh, of Moab, was trying to get Balaam to curse Israel, and, and, he, and the Lord wouldn't let him do that. He, he wouldn't curse Israel, but Balaam did, uh, did waver and did uh, align with Moab in that he taught them how to send in their women to bring lust into the camp of Israel and to, get, to seduce them into fornication and the worship of false gods. And, and, and so the Lord, the Bible teaches even later, killed Balaam for that and 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 so what the Ten Commandments were given for was of course to reveal this holy true and living God who is different that he's holy he's he's other than everything else in creation that is tainted with sin and he is sinless he's holy he's he's all-powerful he's all-knowing he is uh, he is uh, able to do anything he wants to do. He is the creator, Yahweh the Father, Yahweh the Son, Yahweh the Holy Spirit. In the first four commandments, he reveals to Israel and the nations how to uh, worship him, how to rightly think and relate to him, and in the last six, how to rightly relate to mankind. Uh, and, and so, like you just said, Ray, uh, with regard to the commandments, not only were they to keep Israel in as a people from sending themselves into destruction so they could then bring forth a Messiah, and that's why Satan used their enemies to try to destroy them and still is, uh, because Messiah is coming again to Israel. Uh, yet also, these commandments will keep a society other than Israel in check and did so in America to a great degree. And boy, are they under attack in America and have been for decades now. Yeah, Ray? Yes, we see it all over the place. It's a, it's a terrible thing. It's a darkness that's come over America as well. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Now, the, the other reason for the commandments is something we'll talk about in a minute, but I want to introduce the passage in Galatians chapter 3, beginning in verse oh, 22, going through 25. But the Scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ may be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, 
kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. These are passages that show us two primary things. One, that sin keeps a people from sending themselves into, into destruction. And also that the law is to bring us to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that we're going to talk about after we come back from our break. But, but isn't it something, Ray, and isn't it sad to see the chaos that has come from removing the law from the courtrooms, from the business place, uh, from uh, the schools, from the military, and now look at the chaos in America. People say, oh, how did this happen? It happened because you took the commandments that would keep a people from a sinful people from sending themselves into, destru- into destruction. You took those commandments away, and what, ha- what has come is the lawlessness from not having the law of God over a society. Now, uh, Ray, we're going to take a break for just a second here, and I want to take a little longer break than, than usual. And here's why. Now, we're going to talk about our sponsor of this program uh, in just a moment. But first, Ray, I, I want to talk about this Israel trip that's coming up because you and I saw this birth from when you and I came to Israel at the Feast of Tabernacles. I believe that was 2014. And, 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 uh, and I'd like you to share with our listeners a little bit about your impressions, your first trip to Israel. Well, my first trip to Israel, uh, gosh, uh, biggest Jesus party on the planet. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Right there at Feast of Tabernacles, the Jerusalem March, that was one of the biggies for me. I thought that was fascinating. All these people of these different countries marching through saying, we love Israel. I cannot explain it. If you've been kicking around the idea, well, we need to go to Israel someday. Man, you just need to go. (laughs) It was so much fun to see the, the, the land of, uh, of, of God's chosen promised land there, that all these things that happen with, that people just catch on fire when they get over there. And I sure did. And it has even since helped me when I came back, my biblical study, when it says, well, you know, the, the, the people departed from David and went north up to Dan and all I've been to Dan. I've seen it. Now I can visualize it in my head because I was there. It's fascinating to see it the 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 geography that I'm reading in the Bible to go there and see it in person, it, it's wonderful. And this time I get to bring my wife; she's coming with me. I'm I'm glad of that. Very exciting. You know, um, a lot of what you were describe describing Ray is very specific to the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. That's when believers from all over the nations come with their flags from their countries. There are these special events, two of which we're going to sign up. We've signed up for or included in our tour. Uh, and one of them is the Engedi event out there by the Dead Sea, where they have worshipers from all over the world, singers, dancers, um, and, and food, and, and preaching, and it's just amazing. Uh, and, and then at the end of the tour, the Jerusalem March, which you just described a moment ago. Now, you did a little video and some editing. It's, that video is wonderful. I believe that's on our watchtherefore.tv web- website. And, Ray, people will even see you and I mudded up with Dead Sea mud as we were at the Dead Sea uh, getting ready to float. And I think you also see us floating there in the Dead Sea in that video. That's at watchtherefore.tv. 
how about uh, are you looking forward to going and doing another video, Ray? Yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to be too inclined to video myself covered in mud this time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah. Now everybody on the radio is going to go see. So have fun with that, guys. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Makes you want to stay in a little better shape. It does me. <laughs> oh boy, makes me wish I'd edited that part out. But anyway, y'all, y'all go look at it. It's it's a blast. <laughs> yeah. Watch Therefore TV. Go check out the video. Now, this tour is going to be October 2016. Time's running out, and people are signing up, but we've got room for a few more. So sign up today as the Lord would lead. If, if, listen, don't just go on an Israel tour. Go on the Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel tour. You're going to be at a Messianic congregation worshiping. You're going to be at these special feast events. You're going to be many, meeting some Israeli believers in Jesus to really bring an authenticity to this trip for you. And the Bible will leap off the pages into your heart. You'll go back changed. Now, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Also, we have our our mission outreach to the Gentiles called Poured Out for the Nations. That's uh, The website's pouredoutforthenations.com. We encourage you to go there. That's who's presenting this Watch Therefore program to you today. And this is where we go preach the gospel in Africa and plant we plan to help uh, plant uh, Calvary Chapel Beth Shalom there in Pearland uh, through that ministry. And, and we uh, have pastors and Bible translators and orphans that we monthly sponsor, all kinds of cool stuff. And, and we're able to do that through that ministry and through the partners who see the relevance and the kingdom fruit that comes from this outreach. I'm getting ready to go to Uganda to a refugee camp uh, in August and then, Lord willing, to Kenya soon after that. So all kinds of cool stuff going on. So go to pouredoutforthenations.com and you can, you can see that. Now let's go back to the, to the teaching. Uh, we're talking about the law and the purpose of the law. We saw that it keeps a sinful uh, society from sending itself into destruction. And to a great degree, look how Israel has been kept as a people down through the years. Much of it is through the Torah. Yes, the Torah has kept, helped keep Israel as a people down through the years. And then in, and we see in Galatians uh, 3, 24 and 25, therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Think about this. The law, the statutes of the law, the Ten Commandments even, show us our sin. Uh, it, it says in, in Romans three nineteen that through the law comes the knowledge of sin. In Romans 7, the Apostle Paul said, he would not known, have known covetousness, but that the law said, Thou shalt not covet, and stirred up in him covetousness of all sorts. So it's kind of like this. The law is perfect, holy, and good, but we're evil. We even have an evil saying. I'm sorry, but it's an evil saying. Ray, what are rules made for? Rules are made to keep you safe. Yeah, but there's a saying that we have in America that goes like this. Rules were made to be broken. Right. Well, that too. That, yeah, that's the saying. And that is because of the evil in our hearts that naturally resists the law of God, the rules. Uh, there's something in us that when we hear the rules, we want to break them. That is what is in our sinful nature. And, and so what the law does, it shows people how lawless they are. And it also reminds of the penalty for breaking the law. Somebody driving uh, up the road at 90 miles an hour in a 55 zone feels pretty good until they see the police officer. And then the law reminds them, I'm in big trouble. 
and they know when he gets behind him with those lights on, there's a penalty to be paid. Well, the law shows us we have broken God's laws, and our conscience, when that law hits that conscience, our conscience tells us you're in big trouble. And so I would say to all of our listeners today, we've all lied, we've stolen, we've cursed God's name, we've lusted. Jesus said, Ray, isn't this something? Jesus, our Lord, said, if you lusted for someone, you've committed adultery with them already in your heart. Now, that's a high standard of perfection, isn't it? It certainly is. It's a, it's a very, very high standard. And that's why we need a Savior, because we can't keep it. That's why Jesus came. Hallelujah. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. And that's what the Bible says here, that the law was our tutor, a, a teacher, a, 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 very, a very disciplined instructor to bring us to Christ. Oh, oh, listen, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He saves us from the law of sin and death. And, and, and so, Ray, what I'd like you to do with the time we have left, I'd like you to share with our listeners this wonderful gospel. I've left you plenty of time. And, and also, I'd like you to share, well, I've got something else I want you to share at the end of the program, too. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and share this wonderful gospel? Uh, we, we've talked about the law and how we've all sinned, but how is it that we now can be saved? Well, we can be saved through Jesus Christ, what he's done for us, uh, in that we could not keep the law. We could not ever keep the statutes of God, uh, because we're, we're sinful. We already bombed it. We already messed that up. And, you know, something that, that I go back to when I think about this, God, just before God, the Lord gave them the Ten Commandments, he gave them a reminder He said, I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, before he gave them these laws. Mm -hmm. So, you see, Israel come out of Egypt where they were in bondage, but for people who are not saved by Messiah Jesus, they are in bondage. They're they're in the bondage of sin, and they need to be led out by a Savior, a Deliverer, to come pull them out. And so when you see the Lord gives the Ten Commandments to the Israelites, he reminds them, I got you out of your bondage. Now, here's these laws to keep you from sending yourself in destruction. You know, but like I said, we already ruined that. We've already sent ourselves into destruction already. But yet God brought us out of bondage. He brings us out through Jesus Christ, who is our, our, our sacrifice, who died in place of us. God's wrath... The, the, what our sin does is it provokes God's wrath, and it makes him angry, and he would rather take his wrath out on Jesus Christ for your sins rather than take it out on you. And so if you would believe in Jesus Christ, submit to him as your Lord and Savior, repent of your past sinful life, be delivered out of it by God, out of that land of bondage, and be saved in Jesus, then all the wrath that God has against your sin will fall upon Jesus Christ at the cross instead of upon you in the condemnation of hell, which is something people don't like to hear. I'll talk about the good stuff. Talk about salvation. Just don't talk about hell. I have to talk about hell. That's right. The very word, the very word saved indicates that there's something you are saved from. Mm-hmm. And so if we are given eternal life, we are saved from something worse, which is hell. You need to let the Lord God bring you out of your bondage. That sin that you think you're, that is okay with God, what God's Word says is sin is sin. And it, there's no political correctness about it. Sin is sin, and you have to come out 
of your land of bondage before you can be taken to eternal life, our promised land. Absolutely. And so it's a wonderful parallel in the story here in Exodus. Absolutely, Ray. Absolutely. Uh, If you have heard this gospel message today and you would like to pray to receive Jesus as your Lord and change your mind about your sins, that's to repent, to turn away from your sins in your heart and mind and begin to change your life, turn to Jesus Christ, ask him to forgive you and save you, to give you the power to actually turn from sin. Today, you can do that. Ray, would you lead anyone who might want to do that today? They would like to call upon the name of the Lord to be saved and forgiven for their sins and to know they have eternal life, that the Holy Spirit would baptize them, change their identity from being in Adam to in Christ today and give them eternal life today. Would you pray with anyone who would like to do that? We're running out of time, but we're going to have to take time to do this. Go ahead, Ray. Yes, if you would like to be saved, Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you will, not might be, you will be saved. That is a promise of God. Just pray with me if you, if you would agree with me. Father God, thank you so much that you sent Jesus as my deliverer to lead me out of my land of bondage. Lord God, I, I'm tired of my sin. I can no longer do this, Lord God. I want to be saved. I want to spend eternal life with you. Lord God, help me. Please help me in, to turn because I don't know how. Lord Jesus, show me how to repent and save me from my sins. I submit my life to you. We thank you for this, Father. In Jesus' name, may many, many people have come to belief and salvation today. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you prayed that prayer and anyone else, we would like to hear from you. And, and one way for, to do that is to go to calvarychapelpearland.com on the internet. Calvarychapelpearland.com. Ray, why don't you just take a moment and invite our listeners to church today? Will you do that? Sure. Uh, all the information is at calvarychapelpearland.com. We meet Sunday evenings at 6 p.m. in Pearland. The information is at calvarychapelpearland.com. Man, if you ex- receive the Lord Jesus today, come and see me and say, hey, I received the Lord. I would, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to see you. And that would be such a celebratory time. Come see us, and uh, I will meet you personally myself. Please come. calvarychapelpearland.com. Oh, that's wonderful. Ray, thank you. Once again, for being on the program, hang out with me for just a moment. I've got a few more announcements, and uh, I really do encourage all of our listeners. Uh, Calvary Chapel Pearland is located so centrally. It's, it's at 288, uh, and it's easy to get there from anywhere in Houston. All you have to do is jump right off 288 there, and you're there. So uh, I encourage anyone uh, who's listening, go to Calvary Chapel Pearland. Experience the Word of God uh, in, in a special way. And, and, and you'll be glad that you did. Also, remember our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations. Sponsor of this program, go to pouredoutforthenations.com. And, and as we like to end the program, here it is. Remember to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail... Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas 77588. 
You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.